What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. We're hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. This is Corey DLG, and hanging out with me today, as usual, is little brother Nico. This is usually accurate. Is it not today? Like, <laughs> No one said. That's fair. Who knows who's really here or not here? Well, I'm hoping it's you. I'm um, hoping uh, you're it's, it's here. It's me. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. All right. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed that one. Um, so stupid. Just, just delete this whole show already. Uh, all just right. Imagine one day I won't be here. <laughs> That's, I, fingers crossed, bro. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, bro. <laughs> uh, checking out 104.5, 106.1 sister stations and all that good stuff. Uh, make sure to go to facebook.com backslash nerd thug radio. Um, I mean, I don't know why. I mean, you're catching the best stuff here. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, how you been, man? I've been doing all right. Doing yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's been a, uh, it's been, <laughs> it's been an eventful few days for me. Oh, I have been right there with you. <laughs> you were, you helped me out a little bit right here at the end. Uh, been doing car trouble week this week. Is that is that the name of the game? Car trouble week is the name of the game this week. And honestly, it's like my least favorite. I always hate car trouble week. Car trouble week is always my least favorite. Week. It throws a, a literal and metaphorical wrench through everything. Through all of it. Through all of it. So, I had a. Now I'm not the most mechanically inclined, but I've picked up a few. Sk- I, I'm starting to develop a little mechanical game. Okay, mm-hmm, all right. I got mm-hmm. a little game with me these days. Um, not a lot though. <laughs> uh, so I'm driving and all of a sudden a battery light comes on on Saturday and all of a sudden I got indicators screaming at me, freaking out. So like I pull over, um, there's freaking out on me. So I barely make it home Saturday, but Sunday as I go to run errands and stuff and just to see what's going on, nothing, no indicators, no lights, no problems, no nothing. Okay, so I'm like, oh, man, that's... That was weird. Interesting. Okay. But Monday, as I go to run my errands, I get to the gas station, and suddenly I need to jump. Like, my car won't start at all. All right, sweet, sweet. Cool. Cool. That's cool. So, um... I proceed to take... to, To get home... Uh, as I'm getting home, all of the indicator lights come on, and it's uh, like it barely makes it home, but it makes it home. I get it parked, get it turned off, and I'm like, safe. Whew. So I'm doing my research, and basically it says when the battery light comes on, your battery's having a charging issue. It's either not holding a charge because the battery is dead, or uh, your alternator's not charging your battery. Now, the fact that I made it home... I thought to me, because I've had a dead battery before, and when all the stuff comes on, basically your battery dies, so you don't make it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, okay, well, it's it's the battery, you know? The alternator did its job. It kept the car afloat, but it's the battery. Um, and to test the two is almost impossible because on in, the, in my Dodge Avenger, the battery is in the wheel well. Which is the worst design thing on the planet. So in order to even test the battery, I have to take the wheel off and get it out anyway. So if I'm doing that... Might as well just get a new battery. I'm just going to go ahead and replace the battery. So that's what I did. I replaced the battery. Um, and we started up right away without a problem. Uh, it took me two days because I had to have a buddy come out just to kind of... I was kind of... Look, I've changed tires before. and That's not what I'm saying. But I wasn't confident of taking a tire off, getting into a wheel well, and then going from there. Right. Um, and so he he did that. And so I appreciated the help from my buddy. Shout out to Austin Ford, race car driver extraordinaire, and guy who changes my batteries for me. <laughs> um, side gig, side gig. Yeah, it's a side gig. Listen, we live in a gig economy now. Um, is that what they th- was that what they mean when they say gig economy? Yeah, I always thought they meant that as like a data thing. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone had gigs of data at their job. Right. No, what they mean is that most people now make money. Doing things. Doing things. Like, and somehow that's become a better system than the old system of jobs. Um, we live in a service economy, I guess. That's what they're saying, yes. That's what they're saying without saying it. That's a without, 
stupid way of doing that. Right. And so it doesn't mean the economy is better. It kind of means we all have weirder jobs now, like worse jobs now. We have weird special jobs instead of being like a coal miner. <laughs> right. And it suddenly means like I'm not the weird one anymore Who? because I, w- I would prefer a gig economy because I don't like working for people. Right. But I know I've always been the weird one. But now everyone's doing a gig economy because it takes two jobs to pay your bills. That's why. That's heavy. And nobody wants to, no one wants, and everyone wants to act like that's a good thing. <laughs> like everyone's like, yeah, gig economy, go get them. No, no, no. <laughs> I need this other one. Yeah, I gotta have it. So anyway, um, we swap out the tire, or we swap out, we take the tire out, swap out the battery. Um, as I'm driving around testing it, the light comes back on. <sighs> well, poop. So I start looking at some other things, start looking at some other things, start looking at some other things. There's a couple other cheap options that it could be. And the other option is to test in the alternator. So finally I'm like, all right, well I guess we gotta I guess we gotta test the alternator now. So with the battery light on, you and I, we go over to the auto parts store. Oh man. And the auto part guy as soon as he puts the little test meter on, he goes, Oh yeah, your alternator's dying. It's giving you eight when it should give you at least thirteen. It's minimum thirteen. So yeah, your your alternator's dying. So good luck getting home. Best of luck. Head straight there. Cool. Cool. We literally drove straight from my house to the auto parts store just to get this diagnosis. Right. So then as we try to drive back, we no longer are going to make it. By the time we Get onto the bridge, crossing the freeway, getting back over onto my half of the of uh, Conroe. We're we're like we're not gonna make it. <laughs> like, there's Pull no over to a it. gas station, and we get another jump. And I say, okay, all right, well, this should be enough to get us home, because that first jump got us all the way to there. Right. The next that jump barely got us through two lights. <laughs> So then we're stuck on a bridge. <laughs> and we're stuck on the shoulder of a bridge, and cars are blazing by. We're in a full shoulder, but blazing by. We have no extra room. Right. So we get out of the car as fear of not getting hit while inside of it. Right. Because there's no lights, because there's no panic. the car is dead. <laughs> so eventually, uh, a buddy of yours shows up. My brother-in-law shows up. We get jumped. We now got blockers. We're making our way downtown. Calling a shot. Oh, sorry. That, that's that's someone. Else. That's not us. That's, we're not going fast. Yeah, it's Sarah Barry Alice. Uh, so anyway, we we get. Yeah, we're not going fast. It dies again. This time on the side of the road of Woodlands Parkway. No shoulder. No we're, nothing. We're out of space, and we're like one Vin Diesel lifetime away from the house. We're like one quarter mile away. Like we're almost there. Right. And we're dead. So, um. So my brother my brother-in-law is has been my blocker so he's there with me. You guys I tell you we send y'all up to go up and turn around and y'all take the 30 minute tour of the woodlands. <laughs> uh and the time that you guys are gone the police come and so the police help us by giving us some room by blocking off some space for us so that we can get out there and get the car jumped and then go on our way. Um we just didn't want to try and jump it without blockers. Mm-hmm. Because we were gonna because while we were waiting on you, a car almost smashed into us. Nice, awesome. So, so we're on the shoulder. The cars are in the lane. Okay, so we're mm-hmm. we're over the curb in the grass on the right. on the side of the Women's Parkway. This car is, I mean, it's coming straight at his my brother in law's stopped car with his hazards on, just coming straight at him. <laughs> just <laughs> wasn't gonna stop. Had, like squealed tires to not rear end him that's like like driving isn't that hard if you just pay attention if your eyes are just up right just up just watch the road and you'll never have a problem um but like literally as she's coming like i kind of tap him and we're both looking and i've got the what are you doing like full effect on like arms in shrug pointing at her like what are you doing and she suddenly all and then she, like, cuts someone off to speed off away because now she's embarrassed. Right. There was another guy who just kept, like, rolling up to the car but never would get over. And two different times someone tried to let him over, and then he, he couldn't figure it out. And then he was, like, cutting people off and all of that. Like, almost caused, like, five accidents because he doesn't know how to just, just get, get over. over. And, like, it was so, like, I, the whole time we're standing there, I was like, we're going to die. 
And we kept wondering where you guys were because y'all were literally like seven minutes. It took y'all to come back. Right. And by the time y'all made it back around, the cops were there. So the cops set up a blocker for us. But then literally after after they asked me, they started asking us questions after we jumped the car. So we jumped the car and then it's two cops. It's a lady and a dude. And the lady goes, so your car just died on the side of the road like this? I was like, well, yeah, when the alternator's dead, it kills the battery. So I don't have enough charge to get home. I really need to go now that we just jumped it. Like, I, I don't have time. Mm-hmm. And then the guy starts saying something else. I was like, sir, I really have to go. Like, I'm going to drive away now. <laughs> and the lady's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. And then somebody, so they had blocked the lane for us, right? Yeah, cop lights on, so super obvious. Somebody's trying to get back into the lane and almost runs them over. Wow. So they jump in their cars. So as I'm going, they jump in their cars behind me and blow by me and then immediately cut me off because my lane's open because I'm blocking it. Uh-huh. And they jet down the road after the somebody. Like, And they both turn their lights. Two cars. They both turn their lights on. And they, they, they're going after whoever that guy. So somebody, that's actually that's actually like the leading cause of death on police officers is traffic accidents. Well, people sure. hitting them. Well, I'm sure someone just caught a taser and an earful because they, because she goes, look out, look out. And he goes, oh. And then he goes, oh, heck no. And then he just tops in, boom. <laughs> they are both gone. They both are like, that guy, getting it. Um, but yeah, it was it was crazy. Also, like the cop was also very unsure of us when she pulled up. Like, because my brother-in-law, I mean, he's Hispanic. And so he's, it's cold and he's actually doing baseball practice. So he's got sweats and hoodie and like, and like ski cap on. And I'm in sweats and a hoodie, and we're just stopped on the side of a road with some hazards on, <laughs> just hanging right. out. I mean, it doesn't look suspicious, but it is cold. It, it, it but it, but it, it looks, it looks way looks, less. It looks very uninviting. Right. Uh, and so the first cop on scene was was a was a female officer, and so she does hop out, and she's in like, where she's like, so what are we going on here, guys? And we're like, oh, dead car, and then she's like, oh, that makes way yeah, more sense. Like, yeah, my car just died. So I already swapped the battery. It's it's bad alternator, but it it. It's already died a couple times coming back, and we didn't want to try and jump it until we had somebody else blocking traffic for us. And she goes, oh, okay, yeah, that makes perfect sense. And so originally she was going to block an extra lane for us, and uh, my brother-in-law was like, no, I can just hop the curb on the right side and just come around his car if you want. And she was like, oh, okay, well, if you're comfortable with that, that's even easier for us. But, yeah, them stopping me then meant I didn't quite make it home, and we had to push it the rest of the way. Oh man, it was a night. <laughs> it was it was a, it was not a it was not our best night. And uh, then we had some Burger King. Then we had Burger King, but uh, so yeah, it was definitely crazy because like basically we essentially like I spent all day fixing one thing, only only to, to have something else completely go wrong. Yeah. So the battery was due to be replaced anyway because it's an old battery. Uh-huh. So I don't necessarily feel bad about that. Plus, it's in the wheel well. So once I open it, may as well put a new battery in there. Right. There's no point. Um, but alternator hurts now that I now I got to get to that alternator, which is in the middle of the engine. Like that's gonna right. Be, it's just going to be a pain. That's fun. So anyway, it's car problem week over here at, at shout out, DLG. Sh- shout out to car problems, <laughs> except not really. It's like, yeah. it's like an anti shout out. Yeah. Go away. A, car problems. Non shout out. Shout out there. Um, before like just like, this is, this is why, like, I fear like the advancement of car technology because like soon cars will be too advanced for us to fix ever. And as soon as something goes wrong, it's just all going. Out. I don't know. You know what I kind of wish? I kind of wish we were just a little bit more advanced. So it would just tell me, right. Don't give me a battery light, which can mean three things. At least let me know. Give me a battery light and then give me a little thing over there that says alternator producing low current or, you know what I mean? Or something low current in the system. And then I go, like, Oh, well that means the alternator is weak. And then I could, then I know what I'm looking at. Like instead of just being like battery light, turns out the battery's not the problem. <laughs> that was the least of our worry. That's an ambiguous light at best and misleading at worst. <laughs> I'm looking at you, check engine. Yeah, <laughs> check engine light can literally have a thousand codes. How does that help me? Like, <laughs> just tell me what you want. And the dumbest part is, here's the dumbest part about the check engine light: it's throwing codes. And then when you go to an auto parts store, they plug in their machine, and their machine decodes the codes and tells the auto parts store what. So literally, the two parts exist somewhere in the universe. You have to go on a journey just to connect them. Like, but they won't just put them together and put them on your dashboard. It's too big. <laughs> it's not enough. It's, it's not worth it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just go to the O'Reilly's. Okay, well, listen, buddy. 
like, I don't want to go with the O'Reilly's. Every I want to go to O'Reilly's every time the light comes on. I want I want to know what it is, and maybe I can fix it at home. Maybe it's gas cap, because that's happened to me before. Literally, the cars are so advanced that if you leave the gas cap off or if it doesn't seal right, you get a check engine light. And the check engine light throws the code for exhaust system, which is all of it. <laughs> it all makes exhaust. Right. So then it's like, well, it could be in the motor. It could be a misfire. It could be the muffler. It could be this. It could be that. It could just be your gas cap. Wait a minute. What? Yeah, your gas cap could just be on wrong. Or, as in my case, there was a kid that was going through our neighborhood and was just opening them. And then later, mine actually defected. The, one of the seals rotted out, so it was actually not... It didn't pass state inspection last time. I had to buy a new gas cap. Haven't had the problem since. Thanks, kid. Right. But, like, <laughs> how did we get to this? Like, Advanced technology. <sighs> Something. Advanced. Something. We live in a society with advanced we cars. We live in a society. It's like, that's all. That's it. <laughs> the cars are so advanced, you still have to take them somewhere else to find out what's wrong with them. Just right. tell me. Just tell me. Like, because you already know they can't. That's the thing. The check engine light is telling you what's wrong because it's giving a code out. But you have to go somewhere else to get without to find out what the code means. <laughs> Gotta have an engine decoder. Yeah, you have to have the decoder ring. Really? That's weird because I can push this button and know my tire pressure is low. Except in my car, which <laughs> is... Your car tells you the tire pressure is low, but won't tell you which tire. My car literally gives me all four tires with the pressures. Your car is newer and nicer than my car. Right. And it's like it's like tire pressure low, and I'm like, hmm, that's weird. I just filled up my tires not that long ago. And it's like, well, oh, well. Oh, well. Also, your car has a backup camera? Yeah. My car has zero cameras. It can still tell me which tire has low air pressure. Like, <laughs> except, except not anymore because the sensor's out. Yeah, now the sensor's. I don't know if the sensor's out, out, but it's definitely wrong. It's definitely giving me the wrong PSI. On they can one. they can go out. I found that out when I had to get my yeah, sensors replaced. Yeah, I've been told before too. And they, and they they're and like it's got like a tiny battery, and sometimes it dies, and then just does just they'll tell you forever that you have low tire pressure. Well, and sometimes and well, and usually if you get new tires, they replace them anyway. Right. Yeah. So they're obviously not that important. Yeah, they're not super relevant. But it, but they're important because they're gonna. They're it is annoying when it says that I have like eight psi and like the <laughs> wheel is still inflated. It's like, well, that's that's not how that works. That's misleading as can be. <laughs> All your others one thirty three. This one ten, and you're like, that's not accurate because yeah, it's, it's not, not that much I'm not lower. Dipping back left, like <laughs> it's not rolling awkward. <laughs> it's it's inaccurate at best. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like. Uh, Somehow we've made cars smarter, and we've gotten dumber, and the middle hasn't met yet. And Yeah, that's a fair point. Like, the Model Ts were designed for them, for you to change them into tractors and then back into cars so you could take what you farmed back to this, like, Yeah, but farm you had to trade. make the transformer noise when you did it. You had to go, burr, 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 yeah, for, like, six hours. Yeah, for, like, six hours as you, you, took it, it as you took it apart and right. put it back together. Right. The whole time. That's the transformer noise. You had to do that the whole way through. <laughs> um, but now, like, you can't even change a tire on your own car. Right. Did you reconnect the sensors? No, it was a tire. I just put it on the on the pegs. Is that is that wrong? <laughs> Incorrect. He mm. didn't you didn't he didn't pair it Bluetooth. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you activate the Bluetooth? On the tire? No, no, I didn't. I didn't even realize I had one. Um Give me a sec. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> like, ugh. Right? Just, ugh. Uh, but, you know. And, and unfortunately, we live in a place where cars are necessary. Like, that, Listen, when I, for a little while, I thought about moving to New York. And, like, one of the things I most was excited about was never having a car again. Right. It's one of those things that's both simultaneously liberating because you can go places and horrible because you have to go places that are so far. Right. Anything you do and everywhere you go is nowhere near you. That's the point of that's when the only time when a car becomes worthwhile. And like, sadly, that's our life. I love Houston. <sighs> you can drive for three hours and still be in Houston. That's a real thing. Um, especially if you go in traffic. Forget it. In traffic, you won't even get halfway across town in three hours. I, and everyone's going the same place. That's the thing. Everyone's going in the same direction. And somehow it still causes traffic. I don't know. Too many people. 
Too many people. Call it Corn Joey. Too many people. <laughs> um, before we jump out, I'm going to tell you guys about Citizen's Grill. From chicken fried steak with jalapeno cream gravy to spicy shrimp tacos or our double bone-in pork chop, it's all good at the Willens area's newest restaurant and lounge. With two full bars, 40 beers on tap, 23 wines by the glass, and our huge family-friendly patio, Citizen's Grill is sure to please. Find us on FM 1488 at Old Conroe Road across the Escape Theater and Del Webb. Open weekdays 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. and weekends 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. We're going to be having our next Overwatch party there this weekend. Uh, come see us. Come hang out. Uh, celebrate the Houston Outlaws this Sunday. And, um, yeah, Nerd Thug Radio and Citizens Grill. What, what more do you need to know? Mm-hmm. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. From chicken fried steak with jalapeno cream gravy to spicy shrimp tacos or a double bone-in pork chop, there are many items listed on the menu of the Woodlands area's newest restaurant and lounge. With two full bars, 40 beers on tap, 23 wines by the glass, and a large, family-friendly patio, Citizen's Grill is designed to create a fun atmosphere. Interested in hungry parties can find them on FM 1488 at Old Conroe Road across from the Escape Theater and Del Webb, open weekdays 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. and weekends 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And interested parties should absolutely check out the Nerd Thug Radio events pages for specials. Hi, Conroe. Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. For people interested in saving money on car and home insurance, they should contact Sean Myers Insurance Services. If you look on Google, you'll see plenty of five-star reviews for these guys. They're great. They're an independent agent able to shop over 15 national carriers to find the best coverage at the best price for that customer. They do specialize in home insurance as well as bundling with auto to maximize discounts. They would want you to know that they consider their customers family and that their policy is caring and and their goal is to bring value by going through your coverage line by line to make sure you actually understand what you have. The interested party should call 936-760-5963 if they're interested in saving money on car insurance today. This is Rudy Tomjanovich and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conroe. We got Nerd Thug Radio coming at you here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. And we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Make sure to go to Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio where pretty much all the good stuff happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or or nothing happens. It's it's a mystery. You should go check it out. Yeah, Investigate the mystery. Exactly. Like Find out if stuff really is happening. Like you're one of the mystery machine or something. Like like Scooby Doo, yeah, that's what the name of the van was, the Mystery Machine. Okay, you didn't know that? No, I did. I was just I mean, very confused. Okay, well, I mean, you got the reference. I don't know what you're confused <laughs> about. Like you nailed it. Uh, before we go far into anything here, why don't you tell everybody about our friend Donald Williams at Sean Myers Insurance? Donald Williams, Sean Myers Insurance, wanted you to know that they can shop over 15 national character carriers that specialize in home and auto to maximize discounts. They'll go through you line by line. They want to make sure that you're protected because they consider you part of their family. Give them a call at 936-760-5963. 936-760-5963. That's Donald Williams at Sean Myers Insurance. That's right. Make sure to check him out. They, um, he's a friend of the show, been a longtime member, team of the show, Donnie Utah. Uh, been on a couple day, times. Been on several times, and the day job's going good for him, so he wants to help reach out and help our customers, our listeners. And I don't understand why, because frankly, like, you know, I would just keep my all my money. But right. he's trying to save you money, so I'd give him a call. That's just me, though. That's just me. That's just me, though. Um, okay. So, <laughs> Marvel Comics... Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a, a nice way to say this. Oh. Um, as somebody who maybe one day w- would like to work for them for a little bit, not like a long time, but a little bit, I'd like to maybe do some X Men or some Spider Man or something. Um, they are they're fixated on their big events. They like to have them. They like to do big events. Big crossover. Woo! Big crossovers. Well, they just kind of wrapped up. I guess about two or three months ago. Uh, War of the Realms, which finishes with Thor now king of Asgard. Good for him. He made okay. it. So now he's king of Asgard, and in his brand new series with his new writer and his new direction, very first issue, uh, Galactus shows up and says, hey, the guys who ended the universe 
that I'm from, which is the universe that existed before, essentially Galactus is one of like seven like old entities who existed in the old universe, and when it was destroyed, they they survived into the new universe. Mm-hmm. He says the guys who ended the last party are here to end this party, and I can stop them, but I need to eat these five specific planets in order to do so. And Thor said, "Make me your herald, and I will I will save the citizens of those planets." And save the universe. Um, so it's only three issues into that new story, and they've already announced and are ramping up their next major crossover. Oh man! So now they're getting they're gearing up for what they're calling Empire, which is the war between the Kree and the Scroll. So they're going back to big space war. They haven't done a big space war in like six years. Like oh, the, no. It they did one, like, Annihilation just recently. You know, like, it hasn't been that long for any of this. Right. So they're gearing up for another one. Uh, Hulkling from the Young Avengers has been revealed that he's part Kree, part Skrull. And it's been revealed that his parents were, like, one was, like, a Kree princess and one was, like, a Skrull warlord or something. So, like... He's relevant. He's an heir to both thrones, essentially. And so he's going to unite the two broken... Groups, because the scroll don't have a whole world, and neither do the Kree. So, because the Avengers killed the Supreme Intelligence, and Galactus ate the scroll homeworld. So raw deal. Yeah, it's a it's a rough <laughs> day for both of them. Um, and so coming out of that, he's gonna unite those empires into one thing, and then I guess they're gonna take over the world or something. I don't know what's happening now. Right. But, yeah. But it's gonna spiral into all these other events and all these other books. Okay. So all these other books all have stuff going in. Um, and this weekend right now is the comic pro retailer summit in mm-hmm. going on in Oregon, Portland, I believe. Um, and what that means is this is when the retailers and the distributors get together. This is when the Marvels and the DCs get with the shops and they all sit around and they talk and they pitch what's going on and what's happening right now is that apparently the feedback has been lukewarm at best about Empire. Mm. Basically, people are kind of tired of the giant crossover stories. I mean, when you do one every other week, I feel like we just finished Ultimate Carnage and then all the House of X, Powers of X, big series, and then... Also, Ultimate Carnage, I felt like... In, or the not, It's Maximum Carnage. Maximum Carnage. Ultimate. And Maximum Carnage, I felt like it ended kind of flat. I didn't really like the ending of Maximum Carnage. And then I feel like there's been nonstop big events. Like it's it it takes away from big crossover when you have one every other month that continuously runs. And there's always something going on. Right. Now I I'm I'm sure there's some sales metrics involved. I'm sure there's some reasons they do this. And all these books are getting tie-ins. That's the other thing. Like it's mm-hmm. it's not that Captain America issue four or five is normal. Six, seven, and eight are Captain America Empire. Then nine, ten, eleven go back to normal. It's Captain America six, seven are normal. Eight and nine tie into the Empire story. Ten, eleven, and twelve are normal. Also, there will be a Captain America Empire book miniseries too. Right. So it's not just that you have to buy your regular stuff, but now if you like your character, you have to buy the miniseries to see how they also like. It's a lot of extra stuff, and the retailers get burned out on it, and it's hard to order, and the readers aren't supporting them as much because right. a lot of them haven't been as good. Now, the Thor, the War of the Realms, the difference there was it was built into the story for many, 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 many years. We were, we were going this way for a long time, so it fit the story to have the big event. Mm-hmm. Some of these, though, like the Hulkling thing, here's a character who's existed for seven or eight years, and then all of a sudden you find out Something like totally just different now. about him. In yeah. the last two years, this has all been revealed. And it's it's like, oh, wow, this guy's been around forever, but little did you know, he's probably one of the most important beings in the universe. And, like, no one no one knew? Don't want her to mention it? I don't buy that. I don't buy that. And I don't like it. I don't. I think that cheapens it's like it's like a retro. It's a, it's a retroactive importance kind of thing. Yeah, so suddenly this, all of his other appearances are more important and blah, blah, blah. No, no, they're not. They're... They weren't that like he wasn't that big of a deal. Did, did never. Yeah, he was a, he was a shapeshifter guy. Ooh, cool. There's a bunch yeah. of them. It's Marvel Comics, right? So I just so wouldn't be the first guy, <laughs> right? And he won't be the last. Overall, I'm not. I just this one hasn't really rang my bell. Mm-hmm. And there's been some other books that they've been putting out here lately that also don't really ring my bell. Um, they're wrapping up the first storyline of Fallen Angels, and it's gonna the series is gonna take a break before it comes back. But honestly. 
the first six issues weren't that good. They weren't that good. The, the villain wasn't all that scary. Um, and also, Quanon, who is like the assassin, mm-hmm. she was giving fighting les- lessons to X-23, who is the cloned weapon version of Wolverine. Right. Like if there's also ever so- an assassin. <laughs> yeah, if there's ever someone who doesn't need to be given lessons on how to kill and hurt things, it's the creature who was made to only kill and hurt things. It's only been in the past couple of years that she's been able to develop relationships with people. You don't have to remind her how to kill people. She knows how. Right. She's kind of, that's sort of her bag. Like, it's the other stuff she struggles with. But right. instead, in it's this being book, a person she's hard with, not being exactly. a weapon. She's but, called X-23 because she didn't have a name. Right. And instead, in this book, they chose to call her Laura and focus on that part, but then act like she needed to be taught how to kill people. Like, how to taught taught how to fight, and it was like, she knows how to do that. That's the whole point of her. She just got the name. Like so, stuff like that. I haven't really enjoyed here lately, and the momentum seems to have kind of gone out. Like the wind seems to have kind of fallen out of the sails a little bit mm-hmm. of some of these big events. The sails. I see what you did there. Yeah. yeah. See, you know, I'm uh, I'm not all just good looks and incredible wit. I'm also puns. <laughs> You're welcome. Um. I just I'm a little weirded out by just sort of the de- the decision making there. It's not great. Also, DC's doing just to be clear, DC's doing something with the generations hero where they're about to introduce a new generation of heroes and like retire the old ones. I think that's also equally stupid. Yeah, no one likes it when they're like, "Here's all these new guys." Well, and as they're creating the timelines, essentially Superman is like sixty and Batman is now fifty five. What? Batman? I feel like Batman's already been like. I like I like I I like old Batman. But for different reasons. Right. Because you also like the cast that he builds around himself when he's old Batman. Exactly. But for Batman to be Batman, he has to be young Batman. Right, exactly. Yeah. You can't have 55-year-old Batman. 55-year-old suit Batman. Ben Affleck Batman. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, How much time we got here? As much time as we need. That's true. I mean, you did suggest a format as the producer. <laughs> How much time do we have in there? Yeah, like five minutes. Okay, thank you. <laughs> We're coming into this, and you're like, okay, do eight minutes here and nine minutes here, and then how much time do we have? Oh, however much you want. <laughs> thought we had a plan. <laughs> like, what we are we doing? I'm choosing to ignore it. Oh, okay. Thanks. Um, also, so there's been a lot of conversation about Chris Hemsworth is coming back to the Marvel Universe. Okay? Yeah. He's not going anywhere. They're trying to. F- everyone's trying to predict where he'll show up next because Guardians of the Galaxy three is set to begin filming soon, mm-hmm. and so is Thor four. Thor four. Thor four. Uh, so people are trying to. Are they going to do like as Guardians of the Galaxy? Is Thor going to show up? Uh, also, if he shows up in Guardians of the Galaxy three, is he still going to be chubby Thor, or is he going to be? Is he going to be back to shape Thor? Um, like, what's the next step for Thor? What do you think? What's your prediction first? Um, which is coming out first? Is it is it Thor four or is it? I'm not sure. Let's find out. Because I think that will that will that will kind of shape where I'm where I'm sitting. That'll that'll decide things for you, right? Well, I think that's kind I have of cheating, right? A little bit. Okay. Um. Right, so going off. So go, I guess going right off the bat, I don't. I think he had a great interaction. With the Guardians of the Galaxy, and I think maybe he'll have a cameo in it, but I don't think he'll be a major part of it. Like, I don't think it's going to be Thor going on an adventure with them. Really? I think this will be a great return to form for them after getting split up and uh, decimated through the end game. Um, Kind of a reformation. Also, this is a... You, you also have to realize that this is technically a new team because Mantis, Drax, and Star-Lord are all back, but this is a new Gamora. This isn't old Gamora. Old Gamora's dead. <laughs> well, in, in this is alternate world Gamora. <laughs> in Groot and Rocket Raccoon, you forgot about them. Well, yeah, but they're they're. This is old Gamora. You're right. This is old Gamora. The old Gamora's dead. She died. She was in the Soul Ring. This is an alternate reality Gamora. So I think that's that's going to be a major relationship that they're going to play up, and I think they're probably going to stay like the small ish team that they are. Um. With some interaction, but I don't think we're got much much else. Okay, all right. Um, so, like, I can see some like thanks and congratulations and a, hey, how you doing kind of thing, 
but nothing really serious. Oh no, I definitely think that there's. Okay, all right. So the the film slate is this: May first is Black Widow. November sixth uh-huh. is Eternals. Which that's probably the one I'm then most excited there are about. Four movies in 2021. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That's going to be insane. Untitled Spider-Man Far From Home sequel. Good for him. And then Thor Love and Thunder. And I guess so Guardians Thor's, is... A, so Thor's first, and then Guardians is after. Yeah, Gar- I think Guardians is 2022. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I think, I think he's in both, and I think his roles are different in both. I think so, too. Because I think the whole point of them bringing Natalie Portman back... Is that more than likely she's going to be Thor? Oh, oh, this is true. It's called Love and Thunder. This could be the Jane Foster Thor, right? And so, if this ends with her and him both having hammers and going in different directions, right? Um, where's Beta Ray Bill? I'm where's he at? <laughs> yeah, where's he at? That's true because this is Stormbreaker is the hammer that that Thor has right now. Thor could technically give his hammer to someone else. Maybe yeah. that's Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is better rebuild. Maybe. Oh, that'd be nice. Especially because he's already out in space somewhere. His statue. Doing his thing. Yes, his statue was in the uh It was the one champ- of the arena fighters. Yep. One of the arena champions. One of the stacked heads. So then and Thor's still just the god of thunder. Like he doesn't really need a hammer. No, I mean that was the whole point of Ragnarok. Plus he could just summon him to him when he wants him. Right. And the and the Stormbreaker can be used by anybody. It's not enchanted. This is true. It was not is not enchanted by uh by Odin's Odin. son. Odin. By Odin. Um, I just think that... Uh, I think you're going to see Thor in both, but I think the Thor franchise and the Thor character, I think, are going to separate. Hmm. I could see that. I could definitely see that. Because, I mean, Thor's just a mantle, and then there's Thor the person. Right. There's Thor Odin's son, and then there is the God of Thunder Thor. <laughs> right. There's and you could go you could do the whole unworthy storyline still sort of in a way right in a lot of ways. Um, all right. That being said, before we jump out of here, Nico, are you ready? You're gonna do the adventure begins. The adventure begins. Comics, games, and more. All kinds of different events going down starting Friday, February fifth or twenty first of February, February fifth. A long time ago, five yeah. to eight p.m. Star Wars game night. They have a different variety of uh, Star Wars games from X Wing, Legion, Outer Rim, and more. They have different sessions going on. Uh, the 21st, again, uh, 6 to 10 p.m. is the Brown Bag Special. Brown Bag. Brown Bag for uh, Friday Night Magic is $20 entry fee. You get a Planeswalker deck, the pack that comes in it, and some sleeves. Ooh. And 1v1, duke it out to see who comes out on top. Are those sleeves or are you happy to see me? <laughs> February 22nd, six, 2 to 6, is the Magic Beyond Dith Theros Booster Draft. Uh, $15 entry fee. First place wins $30 in-store credit, second wins 20 third wins 15 and everyone who places gets a promo pack. And February 22nd, from 1 to 5, comic and art signing with Dirk Strangely. He will be in the store ready for your signing needs. Ooh, that's exciting. It really is. All right, we're going to jump out to a break. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey everybody, I'd like to introduce Tiger Rock Martial Arts. With four great locations that are open to all members, Tiger Rock offers world-class training with top-level instructors teaching self-defense and jiu-jitsu, among other courses. Designed to help improve physical fitness and raise confidence, Tiger Rock's Martial Arts is able to start working with anyone four years old and up to show them the life skills and focus it takes to succeed in the modern world. Anyone interested in a fun, energetic way to make a positive life change should absolutely reach out to Tiger Rock Martial Arts and get started changing their life for the better. TigerRockMartialArts.com From chicken fried steak with jalapeno cream gravy to spicy shrimp tacos or a double bone-in pork chop, there are many items listed on the menu of the Woodlands area's newest restaurant and lounge. With two full bars, 40 beers on tap, 23 wines by the glass, and a large, family-friendly patio, Citizen's Grill is designed to create a fun atmosphere. 
Interested in Hungry Parties can find them on FM 1488 at Old Conroe Road across from the Escape Theater and Dell Webb. Open weekdays 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. and weekends 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And interested parties should absolutely check out the Nerd Thug Radio events pages for specials. Hi, Conroe. Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. For people interested in saving money on car and home insurance, they should contact Sean Myers Insurance Services. If you look on Google, you'll see plenty of five-star reviews for these guys. They're great. They're an independent agent able to shop over 15 national carriers to find the best coverage at the best price for that customer. They do specialize in home insurance as well as bundling with auto to maximize discounts. They would want you to know that they consider their customers family and that their policy is caring and, and their goal is to bring value by going through your coverage line by line to make sure you actually understand what you have. The interested party should call 936-760-5963 if they're interested in saving money on car insurance today. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. What's up, Conroe? Welcome to some more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. And we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Hanging out with me still is little brother Nico, and we're doing it up big for you right here on the radio so that you can come hang out with us on Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio, where the party always continues. Always. 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 It's like, ah, wanna rock and roll sometimes and almost every day. That's, <laughs> that's, that's me. That's us. That's Nerd Thug Radio. That's what we do. Uh, before we get too far into anything, I want to tell you guys about Tiger Rock Martial Arts. With four great locations that are open to all members, Tiger Rock offers world-class training with top-level instructors teaching self-defense and jiu-jitsu, among other courses. Helping to improve your physical fitness and raise your confidence, Tiger Rock Martial Arts is able to start working with anyone four years old and up and show them the life skills and focus it takes to succeed in the modern world. Anyone seeking a fun, energetic way to make a positive life change needs to reach out to Tiger Rock Martial Arts and get started changing their life for the better today. They've got that new location right there on 1488, and one thing that's really cool about Tiger Rock is they've got four different locations. And once you're a member with Tiger Rock, you can use any of the schedules from any of the locations. So like, oh, I'm downtown today, and I'm on working my way back up, but I won't be that way. I won't be all the way to 1488 in time for my class. Oh, there's a class that's going on at the other, at one of the Southern Moore locations. I can go there. Right. So it works out that way. It's really great. Tiger Rock's been been awesome. We knew... We, Got some stuff we've been working with with them, so I'm kind of excited to. It's in the works. It's in the works. It works. Sometimes the works feels like it's spelled with an X. Yeah. Like I don't think enough like things get an X on the end. Right. Like, so what if like my name had like, like? So what if my name was Corex? It's a terrible name, but Corex. Yeah. I, bro, I bet you remember it every time. I mean, you're right. Bet nobody calls me Cody after that. <laughs> People call you Cody. It's funny. It is. It's weird. But like, I feel like I say my name really strong. But it's a weird name to say. Right. Corey. Uh, Corey. So like, hey, what's your name? Corey. But like, sometimes people are still like Cody. I'm like, no, no. Corey. 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 Mine's always a spelling thing, or that someone just calls me Nick, and it disgusts me. Yeah, Nick why. is a weird place to end your last name. Right. But, like, so a friend of the show, Zach Attack, his name is actually Zachary. And so I always tease him that really he should end his name at Zach. Zach. But, I mean, even then, you'd call that Zach in I would, English for some reason. Not not if it ends with an H. Because he's <laughs> not Z-A-C-K. Yeah. He's not Zachary, Z-A-C-K-O-R-Y. He's Zachary, Z-A-C-H-O-R-Y. Zach. So, really, he's a Zach. <laughs> Hold the Zachel. I just cut his name off at the C. <laughs> right. So and that's what everyone Zach. else arbitrarily, he's Zach. <laughs> well, who decided that? Really, he's Zach. Hey, listen, Zach. I'm Zach. just saying. Zach. That's what the name is. Um, All right. So Sonic the Hedgehog has been out. And oh, yeah. Made a bajillion dollars. Did you see it? No, not yet. It's on the list. Okay. All right. I somehow saw Birds of Prey and then seen Sonic the Hedgehog. So the internet, that's what I'm so glad you, you like you read my mind there. That was perfect. There's a certain group of losers on the internet who think that the Birds of Prey wasn't as successful as it could have been because it was too, quote, and unquote, woke. Too woke. I'm opening my third eye. And Sonic was successful because it was exactly what the fans wanted to see. I mean, 
I mean, the movie was going to make money regardless. Do you think so? I think so because of all of the headache that the studio went through with I their first trailer. I saw a lot of trailer. people posting, like, okay, if they fix the hedgehog, we have to see the movie. I did right. see a lot of people say that. I never felt that way. I, I mean, because you, you don't care about Sonic the Hedgehog. You're never really... But you don't care about him. Like, I've never heard you write a letter to him. Like... No, what I'm talking, what I'm saying is like you're never, you're not, you're not like huge Sonic the Hedgehog fan. You, you are, you turn a blind eye to the real Sonic the Hedgehog stands who've been there yes. since like day one. Who knew the Sonic community was so strong? Oh, you know nothing about the Sonic community. They are very strong. <laughs> they have been there since day one, despite there not being a game in like four years. Yeah, at some point, you shout have out to yourself. Sonic Mania, a game literally made by Sonic fans. It's so stupid. That is so stupid. Well, like, there were so so many bad Sonic games, and then some like yeah. fan game people who were making fan games were like, "This is how you make a Sonic game. This is how you do it." And then <laughs> Sega was like, "You can come in and make one game for us. Here you go." <laughs> and, and it was the best one that they've had in decades. So let, let me point this out. Let me just point this out because this is something that happens a lot in fandom, and it drives me crazy, absolutely crazy. Somebody's a fan of something. Mm-hmm. Let's say I'm looking at this table. In front. Let's say I'm a fan of candlesticks. Okay, things really heating up in the candlestick community. Right, and let's say the next six things that come from candlestick are bad. Mm-hmm. So, like, I love candlestick one and two. Okay, candlestick one and two were two of the best video games ever made, and then candlestick three was terrible, and then candlestick four was real bad. And Candlestick 5 came out as part of the package on the new system, and it was even worse. And then Candlestick 6 killed the franchise, and no one ever wanted to see a Candlestick again. Um, I don't cry for the good old days of Candlestick 1 and 2. <laughs> I waste zero time going, I miss those days when Candlestick 1 and 2 were the most important things in my life. I mean, listen, I'm calling. that's a callback to simpler times. I get it. But let's be real we're celebrating that our lives were simpler than not that we truly loved candlestick one and two, but maybe you do. Maybe you just go back and you enjoy playing. No, no, but you don't though. Really? You enjoy playing that more than the new game with the graphics where everything looks real. Yeah. Really? Is that why VR took off? Because everyone was so tired of everything looking real? No, that's not. That's two different arguments. No, it's not, though. It's not, because we're talking about video games. Oh, we're talking about video games, but, like, I enjoy playing Sonic. I've played it before. But, you can, okay, like, it's one thing to be like, hey, let's uh, let's kick. Well, you know what, man? We're all sitting around hanging out, having a good time. Let's, let's throw on an old Sonic. Okay, fine. Fine. But, like, on a rainy night, you're lying in bed and someone's like, top three ever you're not like sonic one and two that's fair i mean some people might but no it's a very spit that's like one person it, the person who's like better than listen better than final fantasies better than mass effects better than dragon ages better than all these other massive empire games that get built you know what i'm talking about we're like, right yeah we're like better than any of these games where you spend 200 hours playing as the witcher like bigger bigger and better than any of these Red Deads and, and GTAs and bigger and better than any Sonic 1 from Sega Genesis, really? Final answer? Right, yeah. And then you realize that guy has 17,000 hours in Sonic 2. Fine, fine, great. Knuckles is your girlfriend. Don't care. Don't care. <laughs> He's not even in that game. Whatever. That's my point. He's not in until Sonic 3. Which is one of the games everyone hates, but they still love Knuckles. Like, it's because it's, it's, it's half a game. You got to buy the, the Sonic and Knuckles, and then you got to buy Sonic 3, and then you got to slap the cartridges together to form the super cartridge. It has like nine saves. It's the greatest thing ever. It's got music composed by Michael Jackson. No one says that. That's true. <laughs> and, then, and then you can play as Knuckles in all the old stupid games. You can. You can even play yeah, Knuckles yeah, yeah. in Sonic 2, except it's real hard because you can't fight the Death Egg. Because Knuckles doesn't jump high enough to hit the body. You have to wait till he does the, the weird sweepy attack. See I know a lot. I know see a lot. See everything you just did there? <laughs> yeah. Made my point. <laughs> made my point. I know see, a lot about see Sonic. How they, see how they went back and made a game that worked with the other games? Which is a cool thing. Right. No one did that for Mario. But you see how they didn't finish it? Execution's kind of part of the thing. Well, that's just because it was too big. Single tear rolls down my cheek. Like, you halfway did it. It's too big. They halfway did it. And then everyone is still like, it's the best thing ever. 
Man, but like that's one thing Nintendo never messed up was Mario games. Right? You seen Mario Odyssey? Right. And wow. you know, and you know what they do? They take a big breath before they let out one of their franchise games. And you know what Sega did? Laid a bunch of eggs and left it to everyone else to make it better. It's true. So when we're sitting here and we go, oh, but Sonic is great. No, Sonic's not great. No. No. Your memory of Sonic is great. Your feeling about Sonic at the time when you loved Sonic is what you're what you're calling back to. Right. Like, but I've played Sonic Adventure. It's not that good. No, none of them are that good. Even Sonic's not that good. You run in tracks and in circles and loop-de-loops. Ooh-wee, yay, free all the little chickadees. Stupid. It's a Man, stupid game. It is stupid. It is stupid. But and then every time you get hit, all the rings shoot out of you. That's the only thing that was kind of neat. Yeah, that... Although it did have a very long-running comic series, so maybe you're attached to Sonic not in the video game sense, but in the storytelling. It ran for like decades. Yeah, but none of that was in the game. None of that was in the movie. None. That's the other thing is the movie didn't retell the comics, didn't retell the video game. It literally tells a brand new story where Sonic gets pulled into our world. Right. How does that even with Jim Carrey? With guy. Jim Carrey. By the way, I do love Jim Carrey. I do love Jim Carrey. And congrats too. to Jim Carrey for just consistently making all these great characters, but. Like this idea that somehow we were like screaming for Sonic. This like, was this was I. <laughs> this is what I hate about the internet is that there were I like twelve. The there were like twelve people who really wanted a Sonic game, so they got it, and great, they got and their this Sonic movie, movie. This movie would have been so much better as if not only was it really like average, but if the visuals were just as bad as when they started. Because this new Sonic looks good, and it bothers me. Because the old Sonic was so disturbing. The old Sonic was ugly. It's super ugly, and super it would have made a mark as like one of these weird, awful movies with terrible CG in future space year twenty twenty. But That's instead, we got good-looking Sonic and average story. There's nothing fun about that. Still made a hundred million dollars or whatever it did. Well, after the studio that made it folded, uh, it's pretty easy to make up your losses. Yeah, yeah by the way, if your animation studio can't afford to stay in business when it makes ugly Sonic, maybe well, they negotiated they a bad deal. Well, it's because they were like, all right, we're done. And they're like, well, this is hideous. Redo the whole thing. And they're like, well, we're out of money. <laughs> but that's the studio's fault. Like, the studio shouldn't have accepted a single frame of it until yeah. it was right. They, I guarantee you the CG company drew exactly what the studio wanted. Right. I promise you. Yeah. Uh, Oof. All right, so I guess we're up against it here, huh? Mm -hmm. All right, we're going to jump out. On behalf of little brother Nico and myself, thank you for listening. For on behalf of Tiger Rock, the adventure begins. Uh, Citizens Grill and Donald Williams over there with Sean Myers Insurance. Same nerd thug time, same nerd thug channel. Turn off the Sonic. Hey everybody, I'd like to introduce Tiger Rock Martial Arts. With four great locations that are open to all members, Tiger Rock offers world-class training with top-level instructors teaching self-defense and jiu-jitsu, among other courses. Designed to help improve physical fitness and raise confidence, Tiger Rock's Martial Arts is able to start working with anyone four years old and up to show them the life skills and focus it takes to succeed in the modern world. Anyone interested in a fun, energetic way to make a positive life change should absolutely reach out to Tiger Rock Martial Arts and get started changing their life for the better. TigerRockMartialArts.com The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Ola wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio.